0: what's up everyone welcome back to the fat apples thank you for tuning in to listen to this episode i'm here with my boy druva uh druva is actually another person who's in pgn some of the other guests that i brought on the show are also in this uh student org with us uh but druva and i've been boys since probably like orientation, orientation yeah so man. one of my first friends at u of m glad to have him on today uh so say what's up man
1: yeah what's up uh me and co bonded through through the 614 for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, both got ties to Columbus.
0: Very true. Yeah, I've, the, the ties to Columbus are real. Druva and I, like, constantly talk about um the food, the food scene. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of things that – I mean, there's a lot – it's very easy to make fun of Ohio, but it doesn't get enough credit for some of the food. I actually just found out from talking to some people um that I work with who are in Boston that they have Raising Cane's, too. Because I thought oh, that no was way. just, like I, – I thought it was – strictly like a midwest like midwest, out yeah. of columbus and expanded really through ohio and maybe a couple other states because we don't even have it in michigan but apparently oh, they right. have east coast i'm sure it's all over but
1: yeah i had no idea because because we don't have it in jersey so that's really weird yeah
0: raising canes though man everyone listening if you're not hip everyone wants to talk about chick-fil-a for sure we could talk about chick-fil-a but raising canes is dude that's where it's at with the texas toast and Listen, the, the I, cane sauce
1: the whole package of canes i gotta give to canes but i feel like the chicken stuff chick-fil-a easy
0: yeah i get that too and also like chick-fil-a has has more selection mm-hmm. you know but i just feel like canes is so nice because you can't get like caught up it's like you only have so many options so if i know that like i want the chicken or the fries i feel like yeah. that's just for me and they got some good lemonade which i'm always you, if you get
1: the sandwich though you're kind of a psycho. There. Yeah. At canes. You yeah, no. a sandwich at canes. I don't know. I don't know why you would do that.
0: I wouldn't be doing that. Did you, did, yeah. have you tried the uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich?
1: No, dude. I, I went vegetarian by the time that came out. Oh,
0: that's right. That's right. Yeah yep. yeah. yep. How's that going? So, I mean, I guess you're home now, but I remember like right. before you left school, like making meals, you know, do you feel like yeah, that's yeah. a lot of extra work as far as meal prep or is it easier? Like, you know, like adjusting to that or when, you know, what's it like? I mean, I guess you're home now with your family, so maybe it's easier, but
1: what's oh, that yeah. like? no so being home is obviously a lot easier like like the stuff my family eats that's like you know pretty simple whole family's vegetarian and all that stuff not bad at all um in terms of meal prep on campus like I feel like in my apartment it's not I mean it's it's pretty chill it's like just throw some protein in there like tofu or something like that like that that stuff comes ready made like you're chilling with that like honestly probably easier than cooking meat like for every meal or whatever like like I like my roommates would just eat chicken and rice like for literally every meal, and I, I it, that looked like a little more high effort than anything I made. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And and that's still a pretty easy meal. So.
0: I know. I my dad and I like my favorite thing we made. Well, we didn't make like basic chicken, but like um, this fall for my house, like the boys and I are getting a grill. Well, it's actually funny because yeah. one of my roommates is like, I have a grill. Like, do you? I we have an extra one. We're getting a new one. Should I bring it? We were all like, yeah. And one of my roommates has like, he's like, how many burners are on it? And so my Brandon goes, there's two. And he's like, oh, okay, well, this kid in, in PBL, like Raghav was like, this kid in yeah, PBL yeah. is selling his and it's got four burners and he's selling it for 100. I think I'm going to buy that one and no one has paid pay me. So no. now <laughs> we literally have two grills, six burners in total, like totally, like That's absurd, high. no reason, but That's I actually high. am excited to grill. And so I've been grilling a little more this summer with my dad. Okay. Um, okay. And we made some sick chicken, dude, like, we that's um all. I like pulled chicken with my mom and we marinated it like it we did one in like teriyaki and then one in Italian dressing and we um we grilled it and we grilled the teriyaki chicken with like grilled pineapple and it's actually it's actually super dope probably my favorite yeah. thing that I've had we've had it a couple times
1: yeah that's yeah. that's cute.
0: yeah it I was good
1: I, I I know in my house next year there's a couple of good chefs like Romero you know you know Ramir. yeah yeah are you getting excited for
0: that man is everyone everyone I'm assuming everyone's coming back to campus
1: oh yeah yeah so uh, yeah everybody in my house will be back um yeah so that's gonna be I mean that's gonna be fun because even if there's gonna be no like big parties or anything like still got eight guys in a house you can still have a lot of fun with that so
0: that's kind of what I've been saying like I mean that that's like my my perspective or my like I have been like you know my mindset is that like I know that I'm not going to be able to see everyone maybe in like a big group setting. Hopefully I'll be able to see PGM people, you know, like one at a time outside like that kind of deal. Uh, But I'm like, I don't need, you know, like I don't need, I'm not like, I'm not like craving a huge like party, like welcome week scene. Mm -hmm. I just really miss being with the guys. And I feel like, like you said, you got eight or I've got like six people in the house. I'm like, that's enough to, you know what I mean? to Like to satisfy you and like just hang out. Um, We'll see how it, I mean, it could get, it could get boring, but I really don't think so. I mean, I think it's going to be a lot less of, like, obviously. I think, like,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally agree, but I think it'll get dangerous before it gets boring, to be honest.
0: Yeah, that's true. No. I was just thinking, because, like, I'm like, well, if we're not going out, we're probably going to be playing. I mean, we're going to be playing video games every night. Like, we're going to be playing 2K and Spider-Man on the PS4. Yep. Um, We're going to be playing, or, like, probably cards, like poker. Teddy and Roger yeah. are both really into poker, like blackjack. So, I want to teach them, to, the rest of them, play euchre and do some of that we're talking about getting a basketball hoop for the backyard but like i mean watching yeah. tv and you know so like some of that basic stuff but also like probably get rowdy a little bit
1: yeah yeah. <laughs> inside no, it, the house for me especially it'll be a fun semester I, I think i'm going part-time i'm dropping two classes off and that's a good just, deal yeah i'm just taking seven credits saving a ton of money and just right. like focusing on like recruiting and like um like, hopefully trying to do, like, a part-time fall internship or something.
0: That Hey, that sounds like a good plan, man. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, like, I mean, that makes sense in terms of, like, saving money. You know, because you're really, this fall, we're not really getting the full experience. Yeah. Yet, tuition's being raised. So, shout out to Go Blue. That's that. Yeah, shout um, out Sliss. Big Schlitz. Ever, it's funny, because, like, a week, uh, a week before that decision came out, everyone's like, oh, my God, Schlitzel's the goat. We're going back to school and then a week later he's like got your asses I mean I know it's like the regents and it's you know it's not all him but yeah yeah big sport my sports guy how are you feeling about football and like the uncertainty around like what we're gonna get or not get with that what do you have any predictions or what do you think about it
1: yeah so all right the way I see it like there would be so much like the, there would be so much jumble with moving college football because my favorite sport by far is college football out of anything. I, I love college right. football. Like I follow everything like except baseball, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but college football is like, that's like, you know, my bread and butter. That's like my favorite sport and moving that I feel like to the spring would cause so many issues um, just in terms of like scheduling it with other college sports and, and, making that all work out and because the tv contracts for like conferences and like teams are signed so so like advanced you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like even cut like like already all the power five conferences decide to cut off the non-conference games and like yeah those games are scheduled like four or five plus years in advance so like you're already changing you're voiding these contracts throwing all these things out the door that are scheduled so far in advance that like at some point like the TV contracts are what make you the money, and at some point, yeah. you know, that's going to start going down the drain. So, um, I don't know the way I see it, I feel like a, a fall with z- absolutely zero fans is still somewhat more likely than a spring with 20%. Right now, sure. we're at 20% for the fall, is where we currently stand. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, I it, it's just i don't know it's tough like obviously i'm not like a epidemiologist or like a sports administration like executive (laughs) or anything i'm just a i'm just a dude that reads a bleacher report like extremely often yeah but um yeah that's just that's just my opinion i feel like in terms of the revenue because at the end of the day that's kind of what it comes down to and um they gotta make it somehow exactly yeah and Even if they cut it off to zero fans, like the moving parts are all kind of in the players staff and and things of that nature. You you know, you have it's not like an NFL roster where you have 53 players like you have way more than that. You have your whole practice squad on the sideline. You have like a lot more staff uh, in terms of medical and all that stuff uh, for a college team. And like that's just that's a lot more moving parts and you can't, you know, do the NBA thing where they create the bubble. That's right. so,
0: Yeah, I was. I was just about yeah, to yeah. say, like, I was talking with uh my roommate about, like, you know, what sports are able to do this because it's almost like everything but the NFL. Yep, has made like a plan, right? Like MLB yep. is back, NHL at the end of the month.
1: Don't Today, get me started on that. Don't get me started on the NFL. It, man.
0: It's crazy. It's crazy. And like Drew Brees and whoever else spoke out and saying, like, yeah. why the fuck is there no plan? But like you said, like I guess as far as like NBA and you, you take only a certain amount of teams and you oh we can out somewhere, um and then you know like some of those things but NFL you have such huge rosters and it's like so many more moving parts and I guess it's kind of the same for college football and it's not like you can
1: make the football
0: teams quarantine I mean they're on a college campus seeing other students and faculty it's not like adults like the NBA
1: right right and yeah the NBA the NBA probably did the best job of um like Bleacher Report just came out with like a small like mini documentary about like the data league shut down that last Jazz Thunder game where like Rudy Gobert tested positive and nobody knew what the hell was happening but right before tip off they blew the whistle called off the game sent everybody back in the locker room that like literally that night adam silver executively just shut down the league and shut down all operations there was no vote there was no meeting there was nothing it was just adam silver looking at the science and shutting shit down period and the nfl if you okay i i I saw this on twitter and like this is the best point i've ever seen but like yeah that's so that's the nba's approach executive facts cut to the chase look we at the
0: science come. do it quickly make a exactly and, and
1: they had their bubble plan ready to go probably um at the beginning of june i believe right yeah, yeah. well well more than a like a month in advance almost two months mm-hmm. if you asked nfl executives and um team excuse me team executives hey there's a global pandemic coming what month do you want it to start in literally all of them would pick march Because you can do the entire off-season virtually, and you have five goddamn months to plan for training camp and for preseason. You have five months to set that up and plan. And I'm looking at the date. It's July 22nd, and the NFL just announced yesterday that they're going to be testing players every day. That's absolutely ridiculous to me. It's an absolute administrative failure on the NFL's part. That's crazy. And honestly, I I think a lot of it is political.
0: So I was going to ask that, like, on the political side. I mean, because we just talked about with college football, like, you're relying a lot on, like, TV contracts. Do you think it's because there's so many, like, stakeholder or shareholders, I guess, in the team and, like, there's so much money between – I mean, because with MLB, they had trouble getting started up because they couldn't agree on salary negotiations for for players for the season. So does it come down to the money for, like, your team or, like, the contracts for TV? You know what I mean? Or like what what do you think like it was the biggest hold up or why that caused that administrative failure?
1: Well, honestly, I think it comes down to the fact that you have a bunch of people that wanna reopen, 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 no matter what's going on. They're like, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, like if you're at risk, stay inside, but we can't lose our economy. I feel like that demographic runs the NFL to an extent. (laughs) And I feel like not only do they run them from the top down. That's their fan base. They kind of run the NFL from the bottom up, too. Yeah. That's a good so, point. you know, you kind of have a tough, tough predicament with that. And that's, I feel like Goodell was under that pressure. Every owner falls into the Goodell mold, no matter how highly you think of your owner. They all fall into the Goodell mode. None of them are like NBA owners where they think ahead and think, mm-hmm. you know, rationally. They're all so old fashioned, set in their ways, owners. Um, yeah. So I I feel like that kind of pressure and that kind of environment just kind of created this like lack of action. They're like, okay, like they just thought that if people stayed inside for a couple months, like we'd just be good to go by September. I I just think that's just so ridiculous. Like you had five months to come up with a plan for not only not only isolation, like testing is the like literally the very first step, and they figured it out yesterday. Like this. Yeah, to I was gonna say like really you know fun. at the
0: very least they could have said, hey, we're gonna test our players.
1: Oh yeah. You know? I don't know. Oh yeah, and 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 like players yeah. literally don't even know like if they walk, excuse me, if they walk in the facility tomorrow, they don't even know if they can go back and see their family the next day. There's no protocol on that whatsoever. Zero protocol. It, it's not even that it's it's not even that they would be trapped in the training facility or trapped at home. They don't know where to go, because there is no protocol or safety ideas at all set out by the league.
0: I, yeah like you said that's that's just kind of ridiculous given that you've had not even just the fact that you've had several months yeah. you've literally watched every other league figure it out and I know football's exactly. different but there's certain things that are universal or like you know you would hire someone or delegate it to a different person to kind of make these like plans I don't know yeah. I, it's Ah, dude, that's crazy to me. Yeah,
1: no, completely. Yeah. And I, I, the NBA is probably the biggest policy success on this. I think as of a couple of days ago, they had, just have zero positive tests inside the bubble. Everybody coming yeah. into the bubble is getting tested every day and has to quarantine still for 48 hours. Like, I don't know if you've uh, been watching, there's a rookie on the 76ers. He's doing a vlog every day of life inside Was the bubble. Uh, Matisse for Okay, okay. yeah, I watched, I watched I- one of them it's awesome dude like they like the little watches they tap in everywhere yeah um, yeah it's it's sick like it, it's I, yeah it, it's really really well constructed um very high tech they actually made use of all their like resources in terms of like tech and like everything they could possibly acquire to make it easier
0: so this is at like disney world's campus right because yeah. they own espn so i figured so that's yeah. like it's the i mean that's cool for them to be involved with it but no, yeah, I saw yeah. that there was like they set up the the barbershop and everyone's like it's like oh it's like 2K like 2K neighborhood K Park, have yeah. Things. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was sweet like it, you know like becoming real life and there obviously like I said the other day when we were talking there's like a lot of memes about like the room service and stuff or people on Twitter being like I got
1: invited to the bubble or the one oh, guy oh man shit, the
0: yeah. one guy who like uh was telling the other players to go get Grubhub or whatever and then he got oh, Kelly
1: gray bro. <laughs> Kelly Oubre is the biggest meme of all time. Like, he was like, he was like, yo, I know where you should go to pick up delivery. And somebody followed his instructions and literally got put in quarantine. God, the funniest me. thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: Yeah, we come along with Who was the guy who, um, at the beginning of this, Rudy everyone was Gobert. pissed? He, okay, not, you said, so he was the one who tested. Is he the one, the, like, who was being a jackass That's and, like, spread his hands all over the table and everyone's pissed? Yep.
1: Yep. So he, he was, uh, he was the first case in the NBA touched all the mics. And then Donovan Mitchell, his like star teammate got sick literally the next day. I don't know how it was just the two of them and no other teammates at that time, but it was crazy. Right. I just remember everyone looked, was pissed. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. People were livid. Like, I mean, how dumb is that? Like, yeah, you see countries shutting down like Italy had already basically shut down by that point, And Rudy's out here touching all the mics and giving teammates hugs and stuff in the locker room on purpose. Like, just foolish, just foolish.
0: That's foolish. We've yeah. come a long way from that, though. Because, you know, today today's yeah. the first day. Did you catch any of the games? Yeah, I did
1: actually. I watched Those the uh, I watched the Clippers game and then I watched the Nuggets game. There's okay, no yeah,
0: ball. I uh, ball, I watched. I was gonna say, so I I missed the Clippers yeah. game, but I turned on after work. I turned on the Nuggets game, and I I, I did. I didn't make it more than ten minutes because I passed out and took a nap. But I like yeah, the yeah. last thing I saw was Bobo go off with that three, bro from Dude, deep crazy. man he made it look effortless it was it was like crazy
1: yeah i mean you, you got a guy seven three seven four with that kind of that kind of stroke on a shot and then he can shot block and play defense inside he's he's like yeah i saw some of his d2 yeah he's like porzingis like in the mold or his dad honestly he he he's, plays a lot like his dad manu bull yeah yeah, yeah. how was
0: the uh how was the clippers game
1: uh it was good yeah, yeah. so they, they um i think they play the wizards and right. um did they play the wizards or the magic? I forget. I think they play the magic, actually. I think the wizards played the the nuggets.
0: Wizards played nuggets, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they played the magic. Um PG, PG looked good, Kawhi looked good. Um yeah, I mean they, they probably have the best roster just in terms of depth, I think, right now. And and that's like their biggest advantage, just their their depth and they have like you know Pat Bev defense to do it all Kawhi obviously great defender PG a great de- like they have like the all defensive lineup they got Montrezl Harrell at the 4 it's like it's a pretty power lineup and then Lou will coming off the bench just getting crazy buckets so
0: no, it's yeah. it's
1: um it it i mean it's an exciting lineup i personally being the lebron fan i am i just don't think it's enough to get past lebron and ad but that's just me it's
0: all eyes on it's all eyes on LeBron always. Um, do you know? I was I was going to ask you because I saw it's like twenty two teams, right? So there's like eight or so teams who weren't invited to the bubble, right? Like do you know why? Like I mean, Detroit, like Chicago, isn't like Golden State too, right? Like why are there there are a couple yeah. of teams left out? Is that like because they couldn't? play like where they like how was that determined?
1: Yeah, so uh, they were the bottom ten teams in the league by record. Uh, the Knicks oh. were well left to my my lovely I was gonna say who's your
0: team now right <laughs>
1: so that's every year yeah no i I'll, I'll just go with lebron um just because you know he's my favorite player but um i also love the blazers i hope the blazers get like the seven or eight seed um because Melo, yeah. i like Melo is like mellow is like my og favorite player like even more so than braun um but yeah that's no cool. they, they just they just eliminated the bottom 10 teams by record
0: um yeah makes sense detroit was down there because i was like oh maybe i can yeah reinvest in the pistons
1: <laughs> bad, no don't do not look. reinvest in the pistons dude, dude like, that, that's yeah. the
0: thing like two years ago maybe two or three years ago yeah. i was like all right like i'm not i mean i'll watch the pistons right like i still want to watch them but i'm like i need a team like i need a team oh, yeah. i can support so i hopped on yeah. the raptors not even this last like championship oh. run i hopped on the raptors right And i was like Kawhi's my guy so now yeah. I'm like, and now he's at the Clippers, so I'm like, okay, so is it like, am I still a Raptors guy, or am I just following Kawhi, is it wrong, I feel like, then I feel like I'm a bandwagon, I'm like, I guess I gotta stay with the Raptors, but like, I really want to follow the Clippers and Kawhi, man, I love that, man.
1: No, they're they're actually, yeah, their roster top to bottom is, is easily the best, like, Giannis doesn't have that much help, like, they have two superstars and the most help in terms of depth, like, Giannis just has Middleton and Bledsoe, Bledsoe's first team all defense, but. You know, that's basically it at those two positions. Not much past that. And then um, Braun just basically has AD and a bunch of very mid-role players. So, yeah. we'll see, man. It, it'll be really interesting. Um, even though, like, the Western Conference Finals are kind of predetermined with those two teams, like, it'll be really interesting to see uh, which of those teams. The East, it's like I, the Bucks are a clear notch above, but I can – there's a lot of possible abilities and then who comes second in the east so
0: isn't there um a rookie on the bucks who was doing really well uh that maybe not the bucks i'm trying to think i thought
1: it was milwaukee he played uh-huh. at
0: michigan someone DJ. i just saw someone on Twitter. huh dj wilson Maybe, yeah, yeah.
1: You went to Michigan, and he's on the Bucks. He doesn't play much, though. Yeah, pretty unfortunate. Maybe, it was, maybe I
0: I'm them. thinking of someone else, but I saw something on Twitter because I was looking up, like, yeah. reactions to uh, Bowl dude. Oh, and I, gotcha. uh, I saw some yeah, other yeah. one about, like, uh, some, someone who was playing um, today or tomorrow, yeah.
1: It'll, be, sure. yeah. it'll
0: be cool to see, like, the way they have it set up, right? So they're doing scrimmages now, and then they're going to go and do, like, a couple game, like, seeding. Is it like yep. eight game seeding, and then will it be like how? Is it like a tournament or like?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so they'll do their standard playoffs um, after they uh, like play out. Like, so basically, like from the last day it stopped, like March eleventh, they play out their next eight games. Okay. And then um, after that, they have a play in for the eight spot, the the last seed in the East and West. They they play yeah. in for those last uh, spots. And then they just go about doing the normal playoffs in the bubble, basically. Dude, let's, let's yeah.
0: talk about some music coming out, man. There's a...
1: oh man, you got, dude. I've I've been following so many like hip hop accounts recently. Like I've I've always been like a big mm-hmm. hip hop head, but I've been trying to like expand a lot more, especially in the quarantine. Like, not much shit to do. I've just been have like you know have uh, these on all day, these beats on all day. Yeah. It's... Yeah just trying to find new music and and honestly like looking for like old music classics that I might have missed and stuff like that
0: that's I mean that's a good way to spend your time I think that's something I've been trying to get a little bit better at too because I noticed like I'll know like one song off an album but I'm like I never really finished listening to the album or like right I've just been trying to get better like I mean I only listen to a couple like songs from the juice world album so like I know I need to go back and you know like fully appreciate that I listened to um all of Pop Smoke's album.
1: Okay, yeah, I I haven't gotten to Pop Smoke's. So I, I listened to all of the Juice album though.
0: Dude, the the Pop Pop's album was incredible. I loved it. I thought it was. Uh, sick.
1: Yeah, I I only I picked out two tracks: the the Boogie with a Hoodie track, and then the Lil Baby and Gunna song, Paranoid. Oh the yeah, one, that
0: one's good. The, the one other good. There's one want? with Rod, Roddy Rich is uh the Woo, that I mean, which yeah, is yeah, one that they like the, play a lot, like yeah. in like promotions for it because like, the right, right. coming up but there's some really fire features on that too Dude, it, it
1: is crazy though push a t was supposed to be on paranoid and um mm-hmm. they they just didn't have him on because he threw shots at drake again oh god so and they were like yo like we're not gonna have somebody like talking this much shit on a dead man's album so real
0: yeah take away yeah, from yeah. the personal so, I mean, the
1: song was recorded a while ago and all that stuff but yeah. Yeah, I mean dude, Baby and Gunna are the hottest out right now by far. It's like not even close. It's not yeah. even close. In my opinion like in terms of mainstream hip hop, like those two are like the top like they're they're on top of the leaderboard of mainstream hip hop right now.
0: Yeah, and I mean I feel like especially when you when you're like this is not I mean this is just like very basic, but a lot of people can gauge it by yeah. like they have like when you're as good in your own song as you are in a feature, you know what I mean? Like their, yeah. their own songs fire, their features fire. Like they don't exactly. need anyone yeah, yeah, to feature yeah. on their own album. Like, you know, like that, yeah, that kind of like shows you like the talent you're working with. Like, I always get excited when I'm like, okay, little baby's on this. Definitely. definitely. We've a, I like yeah, young Thug. Baby. a lot. I'm not trying to equate him to that level, but I think like he's got, well, as far as when I think about fe- features, I think he's yeah. got some talent there.
1: Yeah. I know. I, mean, I think Thug's generational. Like I genuinely think yeah. Thug is generational. Like, like he's he's not only has that mainstream appeal like if you go into barter six dude barter six is probably like the the best trap album besides rodeo i think that's been made like ever i think like rodeo by travis masterpiece that's by far the best trap album of all time like barter six is right up there at number two like that album is flawless if you haven't listened to it fully go check it out it's
0: one again it's like one or two songs right like i need to really just deep
1: dive into some of these people Yeah, dude check there's just no misses it's like check amazing numbers dome like yeah with that like it's just it's just all like all hits all hits like there's not a bad track on that
0: but um so what's so we got but you were saying about like the on the one the one song with the pop smoke that pusha wasn't on but yeah. Drake so like cool, uh, um, DJ Cal just dropped two new songs of Drake have you have yeah. Check out those singles? yeah yeah no I,
1: I listened to both of them I thought Grease was one of the worst Drake songs I've ever heard in my life
0: someone um, posted someone I follow like posted it on their Instagram story so I was like excited I was like oh bet it's probably fire and I was like oh this is so I, I thought that one was worse out of the two I like yeah. the other one better Hot as well stars,
1: it's okay it's I mean like I, haven't, I haven't been a fan of Drake um since weston road flows like i i thought views was a very average album um, oh really i like views yeah no i mean like weston road flows is one of his best songs ever just in terms of mm-hmm. beat selection and flow like like that that's a top-notch drake song it's like a like for me like if you're reading this it's just by far the best drake project and then everything yeah. else big big step down from that like yeah um nothing was the same probably second best but like there's just too much variation. I thought Scorpion was horrible. I thought oh Di- God, yeah. <laughs> Dark Lane demo tapes was even worse than Scorpion. Like that play by Cardi feature made me like literally want to melt my brain. Like that was the worst Cardi feature. And I love Cardi. Like yeah, Dial yeah. It yeah. and like like his self title album are like like amazing. Like incredible. Both like like there's not a bad track I can find on those two albums. But Dude, Drake has just been missing. Like, dude, you're not last, on the dude. you're not
0: on the Tootsie Slide wave, bro. Oh my
1: god, that, that one was
0: so bad. <laughs>
1: horrific. He's been horrific lately. It's been painful. Yeah, and
0: I saw a tweet that was like, listen, like we don't have to like every Drake song. Like no one's trying to say that Drake isn't yeah. talented, oh, yeah. but everyone, MFs be like tweeting every single like thing Drake does. And I'm like, it's okay not to like the Tootsie Slide. Dude, like, it's terrible. It,
1: did, you, did you hear him? Did you hear him like try to spit some Arabic words and stuff the other day? He oh, had a no. bar that was like, he had a bar that was like, I look like Yusuf. I look like Hamza, Habib T, please. I was like, dog, please shut up. Like just, <laughs> that is the worst bar I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like, his yeah, no, he he's he's been missing it a lot lately, kinda of disappointing, but like yeah, I, I've been trying to get like a lot more into like underground rap like lately. Okay. Um any names? Freddie, Freddie Gibbs, absolutely. Okay. Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib. Like I it, in my opinion, Mad Lib's the GOAT producer. Like I don't know if you've heard of like MF Doom and like Mad Villainy.
0: I've heard of Matt, like Mad Lib, but not
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So so him him and MF Doom, you gotta go check it out. They made an album called called Mad Villainy in two thousand four. Yeah. Um,
0: by the way, oh wow, that- you're really you're really digging back there.
1: Oh yeah, no, dude. Like when I tell you I'm a hip hop head, I'm like legit hip hop head. Like yeah, 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 yeah. But but 4 Mad Villainy 4 one of the best albums in in rap. By the way, you got Get Rich or Die Trying, College Dropout, and Mad Villainy. Like crazy year for rap. But um yeah, that's that's like the first true like ex- oh just paper. That's like the first true like experimental rap album in terms of like how abstract the beats are like there's like weird chopped up samples and like mf doom's supposed to have like this like like persona of being like a super villain of rap right and and then like mad lib is chopping up these like old soul samples and then like these weird sound snippets from like um like these like like you know those like alien radio shows they used to do in like the 30s Like he's chopping up those samples with like soul samples and making these very abstract beats, but they're like, the beats are so hypnotic. And then MF doom is flowing over them just like with ease. It's, it's the album is crazy. It's, it's perfect. I'll have to take a listen to that.
0: It's crazy that like certain things like that, like you think would get more recognition and maybe they did at the time, but you know, it's like so far back, but I've never heard of that project. So
1: it it, it, could also just be me. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, it, it feels like a hip hop head. That's like one of the bread and butter like projects. Yeah. But like, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's totally fine. It's just like, I guess which genre you kind of go balls deep into. And for me, it's rap. Right. right.
0: That's <laughs> yeah. a good recommendation, though. I'll add that. Um, sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Add yeah.
0: that. So, but then this week we got new Kanye, right? I mean, I, I guess on Friday, I hope right? so, bro. I hope it looks so. Like I, it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wasn't a fan of Jesus's King. Uh, to be honest, I thought. Oh that yeah. Was- his worst album, but I thought Ye was fantastic. Kitsy Ghost was fantastic. And then uh, he had a single with Travis come out a couple of weeks ago. That was fire. So, yeah, was pretty good. you know, cautiously optimistic. But my man's been absolutely wild in the last two nights on this, Twitter.
0: This has been a crazy... A crazy week for for yay bro like i mean i had a lot i had a lot to say on it and then i i read the statement that that kim k put out and actually like props to her because it was a pretty like well-worded statement just about like i mean i'm just saying like you know like there's like yeah i i get when you're a figure in the public eye you know i i think that they could be doing a lot more to help i mean you know it's it's their family and their privacy yeah but I'm sure that there's probably more that they could do as far as like getting him, you know, the resources he needs, because, you know, a lot of what he was saying was a lot of things like, I wouldn't want my daughter to like go back and like see them be exposed to that. But it was like a crazy, crazy situation. But she put a lot, I mean, she put a good statement out about like the challenges of living with someone who's bipolar and like, just like asking the media for privacy because everyone's, you know, like, making memes okay. about it but like like I said when you're in the spotlight like it it comes with the territory almost as bad as that Absolutely. sounds so and yep. you can't it's not no one's saying that and she wasn't trying to say though that like Kanye can say whatever he wants but she was just saying like have a little like compassion which I think is like a good thing to remember yeah but, but some of the stuff some of the memes were for- pretty good pretty crazy yeah
1: yeah I mean yeah the memes are always good but like I mean that was like she put out a good statement about like just general mental health stuff but like I gotta start by saying like I am the biggest Kanye defender on the planet like I okay I love this man I love this man like with everything I have this dude is literally my favorite like I you know I listened to Stronger when I was like 10 or something and I was like oh this is crazy and then like you know I've just been like a a massive yay fan like just defending everything he says ever since Unfortunately, like i like in my opinion he's the most like misunderstood genius of our generation like i i genuinely think he's like a mozart or like a picasso of our generation and like people will only see that when he's long gone
0: i was gonna ask you like do you think it's the kind of situation where like once he's dead it's like 50 years later everyone's like oh my god you know like talking yeah. about him and it's like right yeah now, no not
1: right. necessarily like the shit that he's saying like the harriet tubman shit like no way like, oh yeah that, yeah that, i was that, gonna that. say
0: because you said you're big like staunt defender of him i was like okay what about the political run
1: no <laughs> no no not not any of the the stuff in the last couple of years with like slavery yeah, and yeah. all that but um yeah. no back in the day when he just used to shit on the media and everybody's like oh like is so rude kanye's so brash I, i'd be like nah, bro like he's a genius and he doesn't care what you think. Like now he's kind of turned into like a lot more manic, which is, it's pretty sad to see honestly as, as yeah. such a huge fan. But um, yeah, dude, no, I, like I, I genuinely think that when he's gone in 50, 60 plus years, like people are going to sit back, look at this era, like look at like this time Kanye had and be like, all right, like this guy's like a certifiable genius, like a generational genius. Like, he's a type of artist that just never comes around like ever in in decades like he's that yeah.
0: type i yeah I, I i genuinely i mean i would agree with most of that yeah. i really like like his production i think his lyrics and just yeah like you said kind of the misunderstood genius like i i think yeah. that there's just so like his his work is yeah there's so much going on i mean it's it's just different and no one else is like doing it like him so i think um he's always like really fun to listen to even with jesus is king i was like it was fun and like the way he released it was really interesting for the people yeah. who got to go see that sunday like, service i think in yeah. detroit yeah the sunday service like i thought that was like a cool kind of idea around it and i liked a couple of the songs on there yeah yeah um i saw it's funny like water you know it's like it's really chill right it's like water uh, and it's like chilling the whole time and then all of a sudden it's like jesus 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 and it, yeah, it's, and like, was, it was really now, hard
1: that was a funny track, but for me the biggest thing was he brought back Clips together, like Pusha T and his brother, like the right. duo. They were the duo Clips, right? So, um, by the way, Grinding, one of the most influential hip hop hip hop songs of all time, by far. Mm. Clips Grinding, like that was like the original, like you know when kids would make the beat with like the pencil in their hand, yeah, table yeah. bro. That was that was all Grinding by Clips. Um, but dope. yeah, no, it was dope that that he brought Pusha's brother back. for for that verse on on uh use this gospel that was crazy yeah Yeah.
0: well i'm about to get into some territory i know you're not gonna agree with me on this but we're talking about bringing people back and i mean for okay so look we got new Connie this friday yes sir we got new logic this friday now listen i know i'm not gonna try and make any statements on logic i i really like logic but i understood like how most of the hip-hop community like feels but I will say, yeah. on one of his albums in 2018, Young Sinatra the Fourth, he brought all of Wu Tang on for like oh, yeah. forever. So yeah. that was really cool in terms of like what you said, bringing like like he had all like the surviving members of Wu Tang, like everyone who's yeah. alive, like on a track, and it was it was pretty awesome. I, yeah. I thought it was sick. But you know he's got and he's so he's so hit and miss for me. And I I mean most people might you know there's a lot of people say he's not hit and miss and just like don't like him, but I genuinely think like that logic has he's he's so corny but there's like a i i think he like if you were just like in a rap battle i don't know i feel like he like can spit like faster
1: and stronger than like a lot of people and yeah. that's just my opinion i but. just see i yeah I, I'm, I'm just not a big fan of the faster you know what i mean like it doesn't make like, it better like, right 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 like, like for me like like push t is so good because of his attitude like he just has like yeah. like a certain like you know when he hops on a track and he's like yuck like i love that stuff bro like he just has like a certain like energy when he's rapping yeah, yeah. He's never rapping fast but there's just clear cut wordplay and he's just like True. clever every line is clever and well thought out and there's like just a just an attitude to it like like yeah. it's always rappers like pusha and like you know like freddie gibbs can go fast but like freddie gibbs just has like a like a Incredible flow and he just switches gears between flows so effortlessly.
0: And my thing is like I used to think Logic Flow was really good, and I also like appreciated the wordplay. But something I've noticed that's really pissed me off with him is like at least with the last couple projects, he had like in his first two albums, he had some really awesome like stuff and some really fire bars, and he's recycled them. Like he, you know, he he just it's just so annoying. Like in this, like this last album, I'm like, I've heard. These variations of these phrases, and like you use these words, and you're, you know, like it, it was just so. Damn. I'm like, we need. You're gonna have to, you know, you're gonna have to give me a little more here. Um, but this is yeah. like, so he's retiring though. Like, I don't know if you saw. Yeah, it. So yeah, like, yeah. It's so, so fun. this yeah. is like no pressure, which is kind of cool. The artwork under on pressure. It it, yeah. Yeah, because it, it's like a variation of the under pressure artwork, and I think it's like an interesting move from him because, like, we all know it's not like for real for a like retirement, because you know he's gonna be on Twitch, like talking to fans. He wrote a book, but he said he wants to get into movies. So I'm he's gonna stay connected to the entertainment world. But I've gotta say that like I respect the whole idea of like semi-retiring because your son is born and like getting to spend yeah. time. And so I'm not saying that he's gonna completely shield his kid from like the entertainment world, right? Like there's no way yeah. around it. But like I when I think about all these kids who like have to grow up and feel that pressure of like who their parents are, and then you're automatically like in the life for good like Jaden, Jaden and Willow, like for the the Smith family. And like, let's be real. Like no one's, I don't feel bad for them. Like they have like a sick life. I'm just saying like, you know, it might be nice for logic to be like home with his kid. And like, I kind of respect the whole, like you came from nothing. You did what you had to do. You made your money. You got, you won a Grammy and you're, you're, you're fine. You're happy with where you're at. You're retiring. You're going to pursue other creative projects, regardless of what people, you know, like say. And so I feel like he could stay along I think he could stay on because it's really been brief when you think about it like when under pressure came out like 2014 or whatever I just but it it's kind of like you know he's not he doesn't care what anyone thinks like he I just think I respect it like he came made his money won a grammy has a kid he's out he's going to do oh, something sure. different
1: yeah, no, I I, I can totally respect that. Like, on under pressure was like, you know, that that was like an actually quality tape, and it's kind of sad how far he's fallen from that. But yeah, I mean, I like I like I have no like ill will against him. I just meme the hell out of the guy. Like,
0: <laughs> I, there's just so many people yeah. who are like, oh, thank God he's retiring. He's so trash, and it's like, okay, like he's not yeah. everyone's thing. But I I like I respect the move, and I hope he really goes out with a bang. Like, I'm really hoping, right, right. yeah, that he like took the t- and he's been saying he took the time with it you know because like it was crazy between 2018 and 2019 dude he dropped like four projects he mm-hmm. dropped like his Bobby Tarantino 2 mixtape his fourth Young Sinatra album and his like he, he like I said he wrote a book and released like a mixtape for it supermarket yeah. which was like yeah. really mental. a lot of him like singing weird shit and it was like not very good um, <laughs> and then the last album Confession of Dangerous Mind was, it was just it was awful it was, it was terrible
1: yeah. yeah
0: Um and so I'm like away like he's like it's like the whole idea and i don't know how many other rappers like this but like the whole idea of staying relevant like some people i feel like see the need to like stay relevant and constantly drop music but it's like you don't because the if you drop if you go really fast and move and put out a lot of projects that aren't quality then over time you become less relevant because you're not quality so then Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the extreme on one end, and then you've got the other extreme, which is Frank Ocean, man, who, like, is still incredibly relevant, but doesn't, you know, it's, like, yeah. kind of, it's uh, dissatisfying that we don't get more. Yeah. So, I feel like there needs to be a better, I mean, there is most, there is an in-between. It's, like, most rappers, it was just, it's just, like, crazy right. to me, like, the how, like, some rappers who I've listened to, like, describe the pressure of, like, constantly working and releasing. I'm, like, you gotta take your time, like, take your time. You're not going to no, fade. Yeah, You're only going to fade if you produce and put out stupid stuff.
1: That's absolutely facts. That is absolutely facts. Like, you you definitely have to hit that medium. And I, personally, am in so much pain because Isaiah Rashad is literally one of my favorite rappers. Right. Dude. Oh my, like, I've told you before, I'm sure, how much I love Zay. Like, Zay's, mm-hmm. Zay is, like, so good. Like, like, Sylvia Demo is one of those albums where any season, any time of year, any time of day, I can go back and listen through the whole thing. Yeah. Like, it's it's just so damn good. And, like, say, like Sun's Tyrate is right there, too. Like, maybe, like, a small notch below. But this man has not dropped since September of 2016. God. And for the last year, they've been teasing us and saying his album's done. It's just cruel at this point. There, I Like, it's just painful at this point. Like, <laughs> every day I wake up and I check TDE social media and Zay social media. Every day I check it.
0: Oh, my God. For something. That's for a, a terrible habit. <laughs> it's horrible. It's, it's like smoking, horrible. bro. <laughs> Dude, I don't it, smoke. Every morning I, I just wake up and I check TDE. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, it's horrific. This guy goes on Instagram Live and I start screen recording it in case he drops a snippet. <laughs> it's so sad he finally dropped one single, but, and, and it was, it was incredible, uh, it's mm-hmm. called Why Worry, you should definitely go take a listen, if yeah. you haven't heard, but, dude, yeah, Zay, Zay is, in my opinion, besides Kendrick, the best on TD, Um, but, yeah, it's, dude, it's, yeah, it's, it's I, terrible.
0: I feel like Kendrick, I mean, there's something he said, like, for who's the best, like, artist and who's the best like live performer and i'm not saying kendrick gives but i know kendrick concerts are like incredible and i feel yeah, like yeah. travis scott also brings like it like did you watch his like doc on netflix or whatever like mom, look mom i can fly i heard
1: it was terrible i didn't, I didn't go watch it was it no was i it mean
0: good? i thought it was i mean i didn't think it was terrible i thought some okay, of it okay. was kind of interesting yeah. like goofy or like they over shit mm-hmm. <laughs> but like as far as, like, him, like, seeing how much he cares about, like, the actual, like, concert production, and not just, like, the music release, like, and how he, like, goes fucking insane with his fans, and, like, you know what I mean? Like, he, like, ever getting everyone, like, hyped up for the mosh and shit, which I know, like, all rappers do, but, like, he's very, like, anal about, like, the lights, and, like, the beat, and, like, what time happens with what, and, like, the, you know, every second is planned out, but then, like, just, like, watching his, like, craziness and like getting everyone hyped up and the whole like the astro world like the roller coaster thing at the concert i'm like i that's like pretty sweet so i just feel like he's a fire performer
1: he might be the best performer like like in the game right now like live that's what i'm saying like
0: performer i feel like is even its own thing aside from like artist.
1: but mc mc i think it has to be jay-z and then kendrick right now yeah jay-z like we haven't seen a run like this ever of a guy doing this for 25 plus years like like at this level it's yeah. it's just ridiculous like reasonable doubt came out in what 96 or 97 and he's been at that level all right not at reasonable doubt and like blueprint level but he's yeah. been yeah. consistently incredible like i thought 444 was such a good album like people thought it was pretty mid i thought it was great and then like um his collab album with Jay electronica that dropped yes. earlier this year. Yeah, that was good. Fire! Fire! I thought it was a great. All right, album.
0: though, like just the this like the, the career length, man. Yeah. I'm like yeah. yeah. Just My, proves, man. You don't you don't fade necessarily if you you know like. no He's not faded from anyone's minds. Like he's still at the top of the game, and part of that is, I mean, like, and it's not even like being married. You know, it's not even like being with Beyonce. Like, right? Like some people, yeah. like your name is in the media more because of who you're with or like that kind of thing. But he carries his own. Because Beyonce, I mean, come on, Beyonce's like her own. Like, she's, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, she's like, her she, own star value. But I'm saying, like, absolutely. he yeah, has yeah. his own, you know, like, he's not, he's never talked about just because, like, oh, he's with Beyonce. Like, he is still super, he's there. like, yeah, he's got the talent. Oh, he's, it's, it's he's top three.
1: He's top three. And, yeah. like, my top five, like, just as an MC for me, he's got to go Big, Nas, Ho, Kendrick. And then five is a toss-up. I cannot decide between Andre 3000 and Ghostface Killer. I cannot decide Ooh. between those two for the fifth spot. It's so tough for me. Yeah, like, I don't know. What you said, dude. Nas.
0: We've talked yeah. about Nas before, dude. I I really like old Nas, man.
1: Dude, it. I mean, Illmatic, just the greatest hip hop album of all time. Like, not much you could say about that. It's, yeah. just, it's just, it's just the best. It's just the best hip hop album ever. Like. Well,
0: that's my my thing like you said like you've been going back and listening to like a lot of older hip-hop and like i feel like i don't do a good job like going back like way back but not as like i've listened to like the whole collection i've definitely done a deep dive like because i i i I got hit to him through the weirdest way like i love the creed movies and he had a couple songs on the um the creed soundtracks and i was like what in the hell and like it was some of his older like empire like um is it new york state of mind yeah some yeah, of those yeah. old ones dude and then i went you know and it's like why it's like so random like you know like right. that's how you're discovering Nas. like what a yeah. shitty way yeah. but like
1: yeah, that's like, that you know, is random but that, i mean no he's dope dude he's he's definitely in my opinion just as a pure mc like lyrics flow uh wordplay yeah. all that type of stuff he's second but, but dude big's the goat man big is big is the goat period for me
0: absolutely dude he's, i and, well dude it's the same shit i was talking about earlier with my parents i know that big has had influence because my parents will sing big with me you know that's, what i mean like
1: that is awesome that's really cool yeah so, i they yeah, like no, old you know,
0: school man they like old school awesome. like they'll sing like naughty by nature uh mm-hmm. uh that yeah like big um some old well oh god eminem is such like a white people thing but i'm just saying like older <laughs> hip hop <laughs> you know what i mean like, I, like yeah, no, they I like a lot of old did. names and they don't really get all of like the new artists that i listen to it's not their vibe but they like the old school like hip-hop and
1: yeah yeah that's dope yeah no i'm i'm i always get crucified for that top five list just because i don't have Pac on there but i'm really not a big believer Mm -hmm. in Pac, dude i think scarface is better than Pac.
0: i haven't listened to very much scarface
1: dude the diary by scarface is one of the greatest hip-hop albums one of it, it's definitely like top 20 yeah
0: dude i have so many like r- things i i feel like i'm like oh my god i have to go listen like right away yeah. and hear some of this yeah, stuff no,
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah i know I'm, I'm just like i'm just very like like i i just started following a lot of like accounts that are deep in hip-hop twitter and For sure those guys throw out some some sick recommendations and like i'm like all right like i started going back and listening to that stuff but i mean i've, I've always been kind of an old school head like like, I had a weird phase. Like, junior year of high school, there was, yeah. like, a whole semester where I, like, only listened to old school rap. I don't know why. But I only listened to, like, like 90s. Like, basically from, like, 92 to 2001 was the only, like, time frame of rap I listened to for, like, six months of my life. And I just, like, I, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. But that was That was, like, a phase almost, you know what I mean?
0: Dude, yeah. Music phases. I wish I had better music phases. I'm not... Not proud of some of the the shit I used to listen to. Like oh same. I, yeah. Dude, no, it's bad. Like uh, they we uh for for my job, like we did like these uh new hire coffee chats. I had to set it up for like the bunch of new hires to the marketing division and one of the questions was like and this is for older, like full time people, and it's like yeah, what's yeah. one song you know you can still rock out to from your teen years that no one's listening to. So it's designed for like adults, but then like I shared because I was facilitating it. And I was raised on fucking, dude, I was raised on Nickelback. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. that kind of shit where it's like, I feel probably, you. probably shouldn't share that. <laughs> wish, I, wish I was, you know what I mean? Like, I wish I yeah, was doing no, that's that. That's bad, like, funny, and,
1: dude. What? <laughs> Throwing Nickelback out there, that's actually very funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, that's, I wish I was spending my junior year, like, my playlist, like, listening to, like, you know, like, 90s rap and okay. not like oh look at this throwback let's play photograph and let's look no, at <laughs> some I, no, shit.
1: I, I feel you but at the same time i was getting cooked because like that was like the peak of like uzi and future and thug and i was out here yeah. like oh like these these like mumble rappers ain't shit <laughs> like like t- turn on turn on this outcast bro like and everybody yeah. was like bro you are such a hardo like calm down like
0: <laughs> dude outcast another good one yeah uh,
1: Outcast okay, yeah, yeah. okay
0: Dude, this has been a this has been a good conversation around music though for sure like Absolutely. definitely everyone listening will have a lot you know more recommendations to walk away with to go listen to if they're into old hip-hop or really any hip-hop so yeah, but re- sure. release radar this this friday you know new new kanye new logic there's probably some probably some more coming out that i'm not aware yeah. of but um yeah. yeah so we'll see about that the last thing i want to talk about with you tonight um it's actually so this summer we've been te- like texting about a couple shows and stuff but i want to hear more about what you thought about Watchmen, dude
1: yo i cannot stop thinking about that show also quick quick little music transition the intro scene with the tulsa massacre and then they transition it with crushed up by future bro oh my my mind was blown Like, like, yeah, the show, it was it was like from the first scene and like there's all this like historical stuff and like all this like mm-hmm. sad like gory like all this like racial tension and then like mm-hmm. you hear like crushed up by future and you're like oh shit this kind of hype <laughs> like yeah it's that opening scene is incredible it's like one of the best opening scenes i think i've seen in any in any season of a series but overall dude show is incredible like it makes me want to go back and watch the movie like you said
0: yeah how did you feel like watching the show with like a limited background on the characters? Cause I sent you a couple of things, but you know what I mean? Like, cause it's technically a sequel mm-hmm. to the comic and then the movie, which is adapted from like the graphic novel um, by Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons. But like, did you feel like, I mean, there's a couple of things you might've had to Google, but for the most part, I feel like it did a pretty good job that you can come in and just like watch it and yeah, take it yeah, for no, what it I, is.
1: Absolutely, I had no knowledge. I honestly like, I believe you sent me a video of like, this is a good YouTube video to watch to fill in like the blanks. Mm-hmm. I didn't even watch that video. I just kind of Googled like a couple of questions I had. And like, yeah, dude, the, the thing that stressed me out the most was the Ozymandias, that whole, oh arc. yeah. I could, cause I'd be watching and I'm like, okay, I kind of get it. Like there's like a there's like a fucking squid problem. Okay, sure. I can deal with that. <laughs> Let's move you just, on. You
0: just like, drop it in. It's like, whatever, yeah, yeah, fine. Like, We're like all it. right,
1: all right. Like, oh, there's some blue guy that does a thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was going to say,
0: I was like, I know when he gets to anything with Dr. Manhattan, that's when it's like, what the fuck is going on?
1: Right, right. Yeah, no. So so I was like, okay, like, I, I can deal with it. The blue guy's OP is fucking, he'll show up at some point. But what is this medieval castle with this dude in purple, like flinging people in a closet. <laughs> Europa. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I, you don't know it's Europa by that point.
0: No, you don't. You have no idea what's so, so going on. So, so you
1: just like, like every <laughs> time they, they like, they almost like vignette right? Like they just show like a few minutes of it at the end of that mm-hmm, episode. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? Is, like, what is going on? Who is this guy? Like,
0: but you're also intrigued crazy. because it's Jeremy Irons, who's such yeah. a high caliber actor. So I'm always, and he's so good at playing like. Just like a shady figure, and he's also like his—he's the voice of Scar from Lion like, oh, King yeah, for yeah. anyone who doesn't know that. But like I've seen, he played Alfred in the recent like DC movies, like with Batman. But dude, he is okay. so good in that role of like the mystery, kind of like cunning and like evil, and like ah, dude, oh. Man. But the whole, yeah, the catapulting shit, it was just funny because it's, like, you know, it's a there's certain things where you're, like, this is, like, a crime show and it's, like, realistic and gritty, like Uh, the math vigilante cop shit. And then you get to, like, Dr. Manhattan and the squids and the fucking, you know, catapult thing. And you're, like, okay, yep, this is a comic book show for sure.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but I I thought, like, for, like, everything I didn't know, right, Mm -hmm. like you said the last two episodes tied up everything so 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 well. It so made literally. it so worth it. It made it so worth it cuz cuz like for someone that doesn't know any context to come in and like be so confused but still be focused throughout the whole like series to get to the end and have it all tied up like that, like with the little perfect bow on top was so satisfying. And there's not yeah. many shows that do that. Like I I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I heard they did not tie it up very nice at the end
0: yeah and the funny thing so funny thing is most of the shows that have that perfect season or like ending come from hbo where in game of thrones also came from hbo and didn't stick the landing but like it's right up there with and the funny thing is like watchmen is like a limited series but like things like the sopranos or like i don't know like the wire are regarded as like some of those shows where they're like incredible endings some people think lost is an amazing show all the way through but the ending ruined it for me uh, Are but there's like certain three. things where, you know what I mean, like where they they just stuck the landing, and it's like the thing is like as a fan, it's like you want more because there's, I mean, the way they ended it, I don't want to spoil, it, but there, oh, yeah. there's there's more story, but also it's so fucking perfect that you don't want to taint it, you know yeah. what I mean? It's better to, and and especially because Damon Lindelof, who actually who was on Watchmen, the showrunner, he's the one who did it, okay. which is interesting. Okay. So like he really stuck the landing this time, yeah, um, yeah. But he he was like, look like. If someone else wants to take it from here, would love to see it go forward. But like, I don't want to move forward with so it. Like, I told the story I had to tell, and it's perfect. And I just, I guess, I just value that, right? Like, I value rather than like let the show go on forever, you know, like fucking Grey's Anatomy and Supernatural, where you're at, like, which is definitely different than like HBO shows. But you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. like it's just about making money at that point. It's like fucking seventeen they seasons. They stretch it,
1: yeah, yeah. They just stretch it.
0: so it's like for me, it's like he told this story, he did what he wanted to do, and they, you know what I mean? like I just value that over like the whole like. Because they could come back and make more money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they could do it for a while. But, yeah. dude, it was so good. And, and you talk talking about the music intro. The music that they had, like, the um, whoever scored it, it, was it, it so, kept, you on your, kept you on the edge, man. It was, oh, like, dude, really, like, the mystery it was, music.
1: It was Trent Reznor, I believe, who was the yeah, same. Yeah. But he scored the, the Social Network, too, which uh, is an incredible soundtrack. And, yeah. my honestly, my second or third favorite movie of all time. So
0: that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. I know that like a lot of a lot of books that I've are books and articles I've been reading like reference that movie. Yeah. I think it's a Sony. It's so I mean it's on I watched on Netflix, but I think Sony mm-hmm. came out with it. I'm trying to
1: it's it's um, fire, yeah. dude. And it it's it's weird though, because I don't think Jesse Eisenberg can do any role except like a short, arrogant, annoying guy. Like that's literally the only role that Jesse Eisenberg ever plays in any movie ever.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean he was good in uh is he, he's in now. You see me, right? I like yeah. I like the cast of that. Yeah, same but thing. But he's the same no, personality.
1: He's like, he's like a short, arrogant, annoying guy.
0: <laughs> well, and he did that sure as fuck for Lex Luthor in Batman Superman, which was a lot of people hated. I thought he did yep. fine. Like it was a different take on Lex Luthor. Yeah. But what it, it's funny because like what you said, like he checks all the boxes for that interpretation of Lex Luthor. Like yeah. Lex is always arrogant, but like annoying, you know. But he was but- in Mastermind. It was good. I didn't mind the performance. But yeah, it's. It's funny, but I like him a lot. Some people really
1: hate him, but I think he's. I I can't I can't stand him, but he's so perfect for Zuckerberg because I can't stand Zuckerberg either. It's oh
0: just, God, the picture, the bro, the picture of Zuck this week on this on the uh, surfboard, dude, with dude. the white
1: <laughs> face. Why? Okay, I like my big question about that is why is he so cheeked up? Like there was no need for him to be doing that, bro. <laughs> dude, the um, and then the memes of like this
0: isn't a cake; it's its own thing.
1: Oh the cake God, memes
0: have know. also gotten out of control on Twitter. That shit's starting to piss me off. It was funny for like a day, yeah. and then you went when U of M when your own university starts tweeting about it, like they made a picture of the cube as a cake. I was like, all right, it's fucking over.
1: But yeah, at this point, I see a picture of a steak being cut open, and it's like a steak, and I'm like, ah, that's really satisfying. Like, <laughs> the,
0: <laughs> it is cake. what it is.
1: The cake no, is nice. actually ruined me.
0: Yeah, um, but no, it, yeah, it's the whole dude that that deal with that picture and just him is ah. Oh. Some true memes with Zuckman, but um, going back to Watchmen, the last thing I was gonna say about it. Is, so like yep. this week, uh, for any nerds out there, like so, I two years ago I was actually at. This week is like the week of uh, starting today through the weekend Comic Con, like International okay. Comic Con in San Diego, but it's all virtual now, which is nice because uh, like it all, it's not even like it's exclusive to people who had paid ahead of time. Like anyone can watch the panels from home for free, oh, that's um, and I watched yeah. one today. And it was, like, this group of, like, educators from different universities talking about the Watchmen television show and the cruelty of masks and, like, how wearing a mask kind of, like, gives people anonymity to, like, kind of perform these crazy things. And it's, like, low-key, like, this show came out before everything started happening with the protests in America. And, I mean, the masks are worn on both sides by, like, the people who dress up with the Rorschach masks. And then you also have the police who are wearing them to like yeah. protect their identities. But it's kind of crazy because from some of the pictures we've seen, like, you know, like people pulling up with their faces covered and different uniforms on marked cars. I'm like, you know what I mean? It's like, holy shit. Like they really wrote, you know, like, you know, they really wrote it and it's not like that hasn't happened before, but it's just interesting how we see it actually. Like, and Watchmen's always been very political and based in history, mm-hmm. even if it's like alternative, but I feel like they executed, a lot of the themes on the show really well, and they told a really interesting story. And I, I mean, it's still relevant this year because all the stuff with Tulsa, which is also crazy, because yeah. like I feel like I shouldn't have to watch a comic book show to learn about that. And that right. was like the first time I really got like a lot of exposure to like that incident um, with the Tulsa yeah. massacre, and, and it's crazy, dude.
1: No, I, also- I think I was texting. I think I was texting you uh, right after I saw that that flashback episode where the whole thing's like a black and what, mo- dude that's one of the most immaculate pieces of television i think i told
0: you i told you before you watched i said top 10 best episodes and not like series but like best episode by itself of television ever and i think it was nominated for some awards but i mean yeah what a good standalone episode like they that was crazy they packed so much story into one thing and then you see how it unfolds later which is great but i mean on its own it's pretty cool and like erasure there's so many things that watchman touches on right like with like Uh uh-huh brutality or like people hiding behind masks like physical and metaphorical but the whole erasure in our plot and then they have like that little Uh story within the story about the american hero documentary that the characters watch about hooded justice and you find out he was
1: actually he was black yeah
0: black guy and so yeah dude the execution on some of that stuff is
1: that was that was an incredible episode like i was like i was like damn this is really sad but i was also just like riveted by like how good of a piece of like filmmaking it was Mm -hmm. but yeah that that episode was excellent um just like from that political stance but then like yeah i thought that the next episode was also really good and like tying it together and like tying it back with all the comic book shit like it was just such a perfect like transition to the last episode which is this whole action-packed comic shit Mm -hmm. with all the history so
0: dude ah Making me want to rewatch it again, but yeah, I wanted to talk about that yeah. show a little bit. And like, guys, yeah, like I said, I watched the panel, but I knew you were a fan. And if anyone hasn't gotten hip, watch Watchmen on HBO. Um, as a person who like is big about comics, I didn't even watch it for the comic book value. Like, it's just amazing storytelling. Uh, Great show, yeah. And it is like a super adult show. Like, it's not it's not corny. You know what I mean? Yeah. It takes it like it's very, yeah. It's just super oh, good yeah um that's kind of all I have for today though man but I don't know I guess um, looking forward to hopefully hanging in the fall we'll see what happens with school year and everything I mean I guess we we know a lot more now I've been checking my classes on Wolverine access as far as uh in person yeah. or not but everything's going to be th- this hybrid stuff man we'll see how that
1: yeah that's that's actually what made me drop the couple classes because I saw that they were all remote I didn't even have any any discussions in person and I'm like all right I'm out of here like I'm just gonna take two core classes and I'll I'll do the electives later on like I actually have like a this paper I like sketched out the whole thing for the next four semesters yeah you gotta graduate on time so yeah we're chilling
0: chilling man well, uh, that's going to do it for today's episode. So thanks to everyone, all our friends who joined us to listen and uh, hear me and Druva talk about a couple fun things from uh, sports to music to um, television. It was uh, really fun to catch up with you, man. Uh, looking forward to talking soon. Uh, yeah, once again, thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Fat Apples. Uh, have a day.
1: Thanks for having me, dog.